about this movie, like if we're gonna talk about titties, which I I'm not absolutely comfortable just watching a glorious titty flick. However, I mean they were all like little C cups. I'm gonna piss myself. A glorious titty movie. <laughs> Welcome to Trainwreck Theater. Tonight we bring you the glitz and glamour of 1995 Las Vegas. That's right, we're heading to Sin City with Showgirls. On the pod tonight we have Juno, Aaron, Paul, Jeannie, Tanner, Gracie, and myself and more. And I'll hand it on over to Gracie to do the synopsis. You gotta synopsisize this shit show. Okay. Um, is it a shit show? I kind of <laughs> liked it a little bit. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Okay, go on. Sorry. How did you know? I just knew you would. I knew you would. I mean, there there were obviously some parts and some, I have plenty of critiques, but overall I felt entertained and was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? So, um, and that's my kind of gauge for a good movie. Like, am I entertained? Am I wanting to keep watching it? And that's kind of all my criteria is. lots of boobs? <laughs> there are a lot of boobs and like, this is the most boobish. I mean, it's pretty much a soft core porn. Yes. It is rated NC-17. Mid-core porn. Okay, like it's pretty porny for sure. So this is, um, (laughs) this movie is called Showgirls and I have never seen it before. And um, this was one I was kind of excited to see because obviously I've always heard about it, right? So like I've heard of this one and I really wanted to see it. So, and I was a huge Saved by the Bell fan. So (laughs) I wanted to see her transition into womanhood. I thought you wanted to see her... uh... That's one. She does more than transition. She does a lot. She does a lot more than transitioning. So, anyways, Showgirls is about this young woman named Nomi. That is her name. Yes, it's not Naomi, right? Yes. It's uh, that's Tanner and I had a little debate about it. He's like, it's Naomi, and Nomi's just her nickname. And I was like, no, it's Nomi. Actually, her name. Yeah, but it's right. We know, but but that's what we know her as, right? Name I've ever heard. It is the dumbest. I I think we should uh, call her uh, by her Saved by the Bell name. Jesse Spano. Yes, Jesse. She's no me. So Jesse. No, I mean you got to call her Nomi. You know she she chose that name Nomi, and she chose it for a reason. She's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> me. That, that's a, Paul. Take. That's a hot take. That is a hot that's take. A hot take it is a hot take okay so synopsis yeah (laughs) we're going off the cuff here people right so okay start with rails this time so showgirls (laughs) is the story of a young woman named nomi (laughs) i can't i'm sorry i don't mean to like break it but every time you say her name (laughs) oh my god so it follows her trials and tribulations throughout (laughs) (laughs) um 
<laughs> it follows her. <laughs> you always say that word. I know. Well, now I sometimes say it on purpose because I notice I do say it a lot. <laughs> so now I'm trying to say it every time. It's so. it, yeah, it's her catchphrase. Because <laughs> every movie. Because every movie follows the trials and tribulations of a r- rough and tumble group of hookers. Anyways, okay, so this synopsis is not going well. Okay, so Showgirls, a movie about this young woman who goes to Vegas and wants to be a dancer, apparently. I'm not. She's a dancer. Tanner and I had a debate about whether, because I was like, wait. Is she supposed to be a good dancer? I know. We have more natural talent than I've ever seen in my life. She is a dancer. So Nomi is a dancer and she goes to Vegas. AKA a hooker. AKA a hooker, exactly. And then she actually becomes a stripper. Spoiler! She is not a hooker. So she actually gets a job as a stripper. And might I just um, note for our listeners that Nomi is a very angry young woman and very aggressive and very um, manic. She has a very manic energy. She's always like, "Mm," like right, like even her dancing, even her dancing is like terrifyingly manic. It's It's not sexy. It's flinging herself around. But there's lots. So flailing anyway. So yeah, yes. so she's a very manic, angry, aggressive young stripper. And um, <laughs> she um, wants to become a showgirl. And she ultimately does. And it just kind of follows her horrific life. Really, it's a horrific life and a very bad work environment. She, know. you know, she, it's like rampant sexual harassment and degrading and assault and, and, assault and, and rape, rape and uh, like all the bad stuff. And all so, the bad stuff. And so, anyway, so she does become a showgirl, and there's this whole like plot with the main showgirl, and Nomi's like the the backup showgirl and they're like fighting, but also making out and then fighting again. And then they love each other. Very bizarre relationship. Those two have. <laughs> and then fucking know me starts to spiral out of control, even more than she already has throughout her life. And she um, start like suddenly starts doing, well, she did Coke only once, I guess. And then she pushes What's that girl's name? Crystal. 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 Gina Gershon. She pushes Crystal down the stairs because Crystal is a really big bitch. So I didn't think she was that bad. Is she a bigger bitch than Nomi? I don't think so. No, you're right. I thought and Tanner, you're right. I was like, no. Okay, okay. We'll say it. We'll say it. Okay, so I'm 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 team Gina Gershon. Yeah, I think she's nice. They're both pretty raging bitches. So anyway, so Nomi pushes her down the stairs because she's they're both bitches. And um, she gets her fucking spot. She steals her fucking spot as the lead in the Stardust. Goddess. Which in Goddess, Goddess, which apparently Stardust is like the big show. Casino. The big casino. It is not. Anyways, well, maybe in this fictional thing. Anyways, never. Anyways. You know what? When when you work in a casino, that casino is the biggest Mm -hmm. deal Mm -hmm. in your world. Because <laughs> so, that's your fucking so she becomes the lead in goddess and she's living this like, you know, pretty luxurious, fancy Vegas life. And they go to this fancy party and then her best friend gets like brutally raped. Like that was 
fucking crazy and horrific and surprising. Trigger warning, everyone, for this oh show. God, I was, forgot about that. What the fuck? That was terrifying. And so then, then the best part happens, and I loved it so much. Nomi goes and kicks some fucking ass. She kicked Yanni's ass. She kicked the guy who raped her's ass. And that was like the best. I loved it so much. So she kicked some fucking ass. And then... um she might have killed him. And though. then she, I hope she did. No, because she was wearing those stiletto boots. I and hope she, she straight fucking, up fucking poked his fucking eye him. out. Like, fuck him. And so, and then she, I guess, decides, fuck this shit. And she hitches out of town and she's fucking gone. And we, who knows what happens to her. And then, and then she, I mean, she probably, honestly, guy. she went back to hooking. She probably went back to hooking because, yeah. you know, she just did not have a very good life. And, I hope she didn't. I hope she was like, you know what? I'm going to go to med school, but I don't think so. I'm going to vet school. She's going to nail school. Oh, ooh, nail school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, Aaron. <laughs> oh, I just have to interject that the best part of I mean, that was a pretty good part, her mm-hmm. kicking the, the rapist's ass. But the uh, washing machine sex scene in the Swimming oh. pool. I have oh, so wait, many- wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I got a page wait. of notes on it. Yes, we got to get to it. Hold on. Okay, Gracie, right. thank you for that synopsis. Let's and start now on to the synopsis of our synopsis. Yes. <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. Because we're not important. going to bed by midnight at this show. Yes, we, we have are. to. We have to. We're going to well, skip over a lot. Our- this movie is has so much extra garbage. Anyways, but let's just at the beginning of this movie, she's hitchhiking somewhere very cold. It's winter time, so she gets in a car and she, uh, this guy picks her up, and she's immediately hostile to him, and she just never lets off the gas with her. Yeah, by oh hostile. yes, oh he, my god, she pulls a knife on the hit guy that picks which, her up while she's hitchhiking. Immediately, yeah, for no reason. No, not for no reason. He's like, dude, right? Random dude picks her up on the side of the road. She's been around the block a few times. He's like, hey, you can come sit closer. And she's like, uh uh, we ain't playing that game. I got this knife and I will cut you if you try some. Okay, well, I missed that line, but I still think pulling the knife is a little. I don't think so. I think it's warranted. You know what? When when you're when you're a former teenage hooker <laughs> that sits in someone's car and you don't want to do that shit anymore, you know you'll be a little more. I, I feel though, like if she had used that switchblade as much as we think she had, she wouldn't hold the switchblade facing her face with her button on it while in a car. She's like talking to him, and she has the switchblade with the part that comes out and jumps out three inches from her face. With Not her, even that. It was like it's, right with her here. finger on the button. If he would have tapped the brakes, the knife would have been in her fucking face. <laughs> well, he did kind of like swerve the car into a semi, and they almost crash. And anyways, but so she, he like kind of wins her over a little bit, and they get to Las Vegas, and they park right outside, and he's like, "Just leave your bag in my car. I'm gonna get you a job." <laughs> if I had been wearing that much lip balm, I think I would have won over anyone. Um, well, so he gives her 10 bucks and she's just like pissing it away in the casino. She wins and then she loses it all. And then she realizes he's gone. He's just totally not coming back. 
and he took her 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 suitcase. What the fuck is in that suitcase? Yeah, like well, that's what, is, what I said. I was like, what does he want with a suitcase full of women's clothing? Maybe he went back to where she was originally playing and she moved to the dollar slots. Maybe he didn't fucking leave her steal her shit on purpose. No, he Maybe he looked for her. We you don't know. I disagree. All I'm saying was. is she was pretty rude. She him. was very she was very rude. I agree. What's in the bag? <laughs> Only all of her earthly possessions, everything she fucking has. She doesn't have a storage shed anywhere. What's, what could he possibly sell her earthly possessions for? She could have had money in there. No. Like we don't know. Yeah, you don't she know. What would she would never got. put money in there. It would be on her body. Even if it's just something of like, you know, special meaning to her. No. You know? I, like, I'm not like, I'm not saying that you wouldn't be pissed when all of your shit gets stolen. I'm just saying, what motivation is there for this guy to steal her suitcase yes. full of her clothes? What he took takes Dude, it to, he's a sleazy yes. dickhead. I mean, sure. So anyway, she runs out, his car's gone, and she starts banging on the car where next to where the pickup truck was. And that's when we're introduced to Molly, who is her becomes her best friend. And Molly is like, What the fuck are you doing? Stop what this my shitty little car, leave it alone. And then she starts becoming very violent with Molly, and they kind of tussle a little bit, and then she just pukes. She just pukes for no reason. Like, and then she puts her mouth like very close to Molly. Very close to Molly. And I was like, I'm like, you just vomited. Please don't hug me. There's a lot of that in this movie. I told Gracie, I'm like, every other scene, people are just like getting within 12 inches of their face of the other person. They're just like up in each other's faces. And I'm like, is like everyone in this movie at the brink of making out at any point? Like yes. that's what it felt like. You know? Well, and see, every, everyone, you've been in like quarantine for too long. <laughs> You're just like seeing like people being like, <laughs> well, no, but they were they're, they're like social distancing people. No, but they are like. And then why was she so fucking rude to Molly while so they rude. were eating? And Molly's like. She's like throwing her fucking French fries and drinking her fucking soda, and is like, everywhere. She's like angrily stabbing, like every motion (laughs) that that Jesse makes is is full of anger. Yeah, and she was like, um, you know, Molly's like, oh, where are you from? And she's like, everywhere, okay. Yeah, she's like fucking lunatic. I think I just bought you some food, lady. Yeah, you're welcome for the fucking soda, bitch. And then, and then she doesn't even when sweet little Molly is like, well, you can totally stay with me. She doesn't say she thank doesn't even you. thank her. She's just like, I, I was, I literally wrote down. She doesn't say anything. I just was like, could you imagine taking some rando in like this? Right. Yelling around, barfing, throwing her French fries that you bought. Right. That, by the way, was a pepper mill, and they have delicious food. It's not cheap, and she, and she's just like, you know what? You could come stay with me until you get on your feet. Come <laughs> to six weeks later. It's over a month and a half later. She's still fucking living there. She lives there the whole goddamn time. Who knows how long this movie goes on for? It could be months, weeks. And apparently no there's knows. no bedroom in this place. <laughs> it's in. a tiny little single one. But so she's in the trailer with Molly. And then you kind of re- like, that's when you find out that she's got this job at the show. Molly does. She's the seamstress. And she brings Nomi along to kind of be backstage. And that's, they, they never really establish what Nomi wants. She just wants to like be free and like do something. But then she starts 
dancing, exotic dancing. She kind of falls into this Stripping. life. Yeah, Juno, I agree with you. I said the same thing to Tanner. I was like, I'm pretty sure she wants to be a showgirl, but they never really established that. Like, it's no. all very... No, they do, because... You know, no, remember, there's a few, she's like, sta- looks of yearning and there. stuff, but it's Here's never... how you know. It's the hand jive. <laughs> When, oh, no, she's what? standing there in front of everyone, and that seals the deal. When she sees when she sees Gina Gershon do the hand jive, and then she does the hand jive back, it's done. She has decided her destiny. She's going to be a showgirl. Well, her destiny for you know a couple months from now, and then she's just going to leave. I mean, now. she right. <laughs> she is literally a street. She is a sex worker from Wyoming. I think she isn't. <laughs> Like setting long term goals, and she's yeah. How dare you? I I do have a question. Like they, they go to the show and like they make a big deal about um this broken G string and like showing their their nudity. Although like I'm pretty sure late later in the movie like they are completely nude in the show at some point. I believe mm, I don't not so. in the Stardust show, but like still they're like we draw the line at showing our pussy. <laughs> like, they, like how do you not have an extra g-string I this just, is classy we're classy here <laughs> i i have a question what is this show about goddess it's about naked ladies that's what i said <laughs> i said it i asked gracie i was like what is, some of it's about like greek gods like dancing on a volcano and then there's a motorcycle and yep. then there's like and then it's like Xanadu, and I'm like, I don't know what this fucking show is, bro. I don't have any idea. And it seems like you get a dinner with this show. What do you eat at this show? What do you eat? Do you get a Cobb salad while you're watching this fucking titties <laughs> flying around? There's a stage? lot of titties. What? I have so many questions about what this fucking show is about. Then they, they they introduce us to the show, and then they have a news conference with the star of the show, which, which never happens. Yeah, how many news conference? How many like local news? That's what I said. Tanner was, asked, Tanner was asking about that. I said, "Is this hot news? Like, there's like one random booty show opening up at this third rate casino. They're like, let's cut to this." And then the they have an news. old white guy, I think, who owns the casino, affirming like how hot the star of the topless so show is. She's crystal. And cow. you're like, She's yeah, so that's hot. what we need. We need an old white guy to <laughs> confirm that this girl is pretty. On the Sunday night news, they're like, let's cut to Jerry with this hot take. <laughs> and then one of them, she's, she's basically hot. topless during the interview. She's so like, hot. You can't use that footage on TV. Uh, in Vegas, you can. It's fine. As long as it's like sheer covered, it's fine. They At one point, there's an ADR question where someone yells at Crystal Connors. Miss Connors, how old are you? Sorry. What? What? <laughs> he just screaming, how old are you at her? Like, and then also that's when we get really introduced to Kyle McLaughlin, Zach, and his terrible hair. It's <sighs> the most annoying haircut on earth. Um, and this is again like Nomi gets extremely offended by Crystal Connors, like c- kind of, I don't know, Everything or something. And she like flings herself out and she's like yelling and uh 
oh, she like kind of tells Crystal Connors to go fuck herself, basically. And Molly's like, yo, I fucking work here. I need this job. I know. I <laughs> Don't talk too. to the star of the show like that. And then she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then uh, she's supposed to go on shift, but Molly's like, how about it? She's just constantly appeasing her because it's just, she's like a fucking child. She's like a puppy. She's just like Molly needed someone to take care of. That's what I'm convinced. And Molly's the only good person in this entire movie. The only like the person. only decent human being. That's true. And she gets like the worst outcome yeah. of the movie. Yes. She didn't deserve anything that happened to her. She was just like trying to do the right yeah. thing. Well, welcome to Vegas. They go to, uh, she has her little fit and Molly's like, how about we go to your favorite place? And Nomi screams out. Because she's emotionally immature. She's a child. And they go to... Crave Club. The Crave Club. Is that the Crave Club that they go to? Yes. That's where I get very confused because... Naomi starts Elaine dancing? Naomi. Yeah. Her dancing was very confusing (laughs) to me. And Tanner and I had a quick debate. We had to pause it because I'm like, wait. Is she supposed to be a good dancer? Are we, as the audience, supposed to think she's a good dancer? Yes. And... That's why I said, like, I guess I could be a good dancer if I danced in the 90s, apparently, because everybody was a terrible dancer. And her arm, she was very flaily. And I like, feel like this movie should have just been called Showgirls Dancing Arm Fever. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I've never seen <laughs> dancing where, I, where just the arms were just like them. The arms move more than the legs, right? Than the in the dancing, she's just like everywhere with these arms. I just didn't feel like and she was that like, good of a dancer. She got better, I, maybe as the movie went on, but that time in the club, no, not so good. It's not how good of a dancer she is, or how good like we all think she is. It's how much of herself does she put into her dancing? 100%. She goes a hundred percent. I told Gracie multiple times through this movie. I'm like, how can someone so hot be naked and yet still to me unattractive with her dancing? Yeah, you said you're. The, she's the hot. She's the not hottest hot chick you've ever. She's seen. like the not hottest hot chick, I, which I think is ridiculous. She's beautiful. No, and she's, she's a beautiful, beautiful she gorgeous. Is. Yeah, but it's just her dancing and the way she moves her body. I'm just like. I feel like if I come around you, I'm going to get hurt. Like, uh, yeah, I, it's dangerous, Tanner. That I know. Adds I'm to like, the intrigue. That's, but that's not sexy. Like, I don't want to go like, oh, like that's. <laughs> like, if, I feel like if I come <laughs> near you, I'm going to get an elbow to the face. I think you're just like not. You just don't get it. You know, it's art. I don't. It, I that is art. I don't like. <laughs> I do feel that she's the worst. I I want to talk about <laughs> another character for a minute because. Do you guys want to hear something crazy though? I looked up what's her name. What's the actress's name? Elizabeth Berkeley. 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 She is a classically trained dancer. A lot of people, a lot of famous women auditioned for this. A lot of famous women, yes, audition or wanted. They wanted them for this role. Originally, they wanted fucking Madonna to be Crystal Connors and Drew Barrymore to be Nomi Malone. And and Drew Barrymore was like, "Uh, hell no! Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not I'm showing not gonna my, show my I'm not going to show my butthole to everyone yeah, to the world." Um. Well, P- Peter said that uh, Charlize Theron wanted J Lo audition, Angelina Jolie. Really? You know how much, guess wow. how much? Guess how much? Elizabeth Berkeley got paid for this entire movie. Throw out a number: ten million. Ten million. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to gander? Whoa, a, mi- a million. Oh. A million. 
A hundred thousand dollars. No way. What? A hundred thousand dollars. Is that even scale? That I hope she got a piece of the end, like the end money of the you know? movie, because it made two hundred million dollars, like overall. But like she was in those fucking high heels fourteen hours a day. Wow. Why she, did she her make so agent, little? Her agent is awful. Oh, oh. Then her agent dropped her. After the movie came out. Well, this was like the death. This was like the death of her career, pretty much, right? Yeah. Peter said that the director, uh, Verhoeven, he uh, he like apologized later on. He apologized to her for ruining her yeah. career because he he basically like wanted her to act the way that she did. Like he like she actually like really followed his acting advice and did everything super over the top and like overacted everything because that's the way he wanted it. That's the way he envisioned her really? character. But it totally like the writing is terrible. Yeah, her career. Oh was yeah, torpedoed. the dialogue in this movie it's is so just like laughably bad. Well, I want to talk about another character who we get introduced to, who pops up constantly. Oh, I yeah, because he's a fucking stalker. James. He's uh, the bartender at the Crave Club, and you we meet him, and he's drinking a beer, and he sees Nomi, and he's like, oh, I got to dance with her. And his coworker's like, oh, he's or a he's a bouncer, but his coworker is like... <laughs> Uh, basically says something like the boss is going to be pissed. You're going to get fired. If you go dancing again, he's drinking a beer, <laughs> but yeah, your boss is going to get mad if you go dancing. So he goes dances with Nomi and Nomi's like, nah, you know, being like an immature person, whatever, and knees him in the balls and starts a brawl. And, then and she's she, super happy about she, it. Yeah. She like walks away with like this smirk, super smug. But she, gets she is a bitch arrested. there. But she does get arrested. Well, let's just skip through this part kind of fast because there's so much. She gets arrested. She spends the night in jail. He comes and bails her out. And she's still rude to him. And and then um, I was like, how? She's what? the what? worst. So then Molly shows up. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Really? You guys are taking his side on this? Yes. At this, yes. Point, like, at this point in the movie, yes. 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 Until later. later. He said, Yes. Cheats but on yes. her, I'll switch what's sides. Your, what's your take, Paul? You, you, you know what? Maybe he should have taken the hint when she fucking need him in the balls. She doesn't want to fuck you, man. And he shows up, he bails her out of jail, which why did she get thrown in jail for? Can you imagine getting thrown in jail for that? For needing somebody in the balls? <laughs> starting a brawl for needing somebody in the balls in a club like no there, there's a whole fight like everyone there's a yeah but the bouncers saw her started, started, started it. it and the bouncers can get you i know yeah the bouncer who was the buddy of the other bouncer of course they arrest her not the guy who socked him in the jaw well, maybe they got him too anyways okay all right that's another hot take from paul look at you <laughs> spitting him out prize i am team no <laughs> <laughs> So she not. gets picked up. I am in a way. I'm team Nomi too. I just don't. She's just very aggressive and not a, a weird dancer. I'm team Molly. I got to go with Molly. The, every, everyone is a horrible person except for her roommate. She yeah, was full of rude I'm to Molly, Molly. Though, too. <laughs> yeah, guys, she's fucking rude to Molly. I'm also team Crystal and you can drag me for that. I don't care. She says who she is. She always lays it out on the table. She is not a liar. Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like, there were times, though, when Crystal was trying to help Naomi, Nomi, and... Uh, no, she was more of trying to fuck her. 
but yeah, I guess so. But I, I and she, Nomi was just very bitchy to everybody. Even that Crystal, though, like she, she's not always like super honest and nice. Okay, she's like, fair enough. Yeah, go, yeah. Go, she's, go to she's that, fairly go to shady. That thing yeah. with the people. You'll have a good time okay. for sure. No, she didn't Even say that. She knows what no, happened. she didn't say she that. She did. And Nomi did have a bad well, okay. time. Okay, I'm going to say my hot take. Showgirls is basically just like Game of Thrones. It's everyone's vying for that goddess uh, job. They want to be the queen. They want to be the king. They want to be in the Iron Throne. They want to come up out of that fucking volcano. Uh, you're and it's constant. No, it's constantly <laughs> no. <laughs> just a game of sex and violence. That's what this movie is. George R. R. Martin got his idea for Game of Thrones from this movie. I'm pretty I'm sure saying the first it. one came out before this movie. But. I'm pretty sure you know what you're talking about more. <laughs> <laughs> That's not verifiable. Uh, Have you guys started talking about no, the first Game of Thrones came out in like 1998. But <laughs> this is from 95. Um, but that's neither here nor there. No, Showgirls is the same as the movie Bombshell about you know all the ladies that work at Fox News, right? Um, Nomi is basically the same character as uh, what's Margot Robbie or whatever. Store Robbie, right? Where she, where she's like, she's like, I'm really like. I believe in all this bullshit, you know, and I want to be like a good newscaster, right? And she's good at her job. And Nomi's like, I'm a good dancer and I want to be there. And then they both get kind of inch by inch forced into selling themselves, selling their bodies, uh, you know, one line crossed after another. Paul, I have a question about this movie. Would you say this is a good movie? Bombshell? Yeah. Bombshell? I don't know. That was all right. I'm not interested in that. You know, I just want to see garbage. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's not resonating. (laughs) I I I think Showgirls is way better than Bombshell. And I think Bombshell got way more credit than Showgirls. (laughs) Is it better because there's way more boobs? Yeah, go on, Paul. I'm not going to say no, but (laughs) that's not the reason I had it. Yeah, so nobody gets bailed out, and then we see her in action at the Cheetah. Okay. It's it was one of the more famous strip clubs in Vegas. It, that's actually the name of it. Sometimes in movies, you know, they change the name mm-hmm. to protect the innocent. No, this was the name. Um, really? That's a real place. Uh, and you and like that's when we get introduced to like the horrible strip club owner. He's disgusting. Yet another He's abuser. Actually kind of nice in the end. Um, no, no, because he. Oh my god, no, because he. Right. So at first, he says some nice stuff, and his parting line is, what does he say? Something like, um, it must be nice to not have people coming on you, huh? Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like, does say that. Oh, that's a uh, I mean, way to fucking leave I feel like it. he's just trying to uphold the uh, bad guy I don't pers- think persona so. that he I has going on. Kind of like he's the captain wrong, from Stardust, you he's know? He's not wrong. But he, I mean, he's... maybe he's just been a strip club owner for so long that he thinks that's kind of like that's a compliment. That's how normal people talk. No, he'd well, be like... Well, that's just what he's supposed to do. No, you know? it's he's like, just... it's a matter of fact for him. Like, it's not even like supposed to be a rude or a dig. He's like, must be nice enough people coming on you. But he does tell like the workers at the strip club that they do have to give him blowjobs and... Um, that's really terrible. He's a baddie.
uh, Nomi does her her thing. It's really not impressive. I've seen some amazing pole dancing. It was kind of pathetic. Um, Crystal. She's only been doing it for like six weeks. I mean, she should still learn. be better. Some the other girl, it was her, it was Penny's or Hope's <laughs> first day, and she was sexier. And she hotter. was sexier. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Good. Like, yeah. what the hell? She man? didn't have the fire, guys. She didn't have the I, fire. That's too much fire. That was like a terrifying fire. <laughs> I know. That was, that was like a <laughs> that fire NATO. Yeah. That, that wasn't fire, like a. That's oh, like napalm. That that's wasn't like good. a, oh, let's roast some marshmallow and have a drink fire. That was like a, oh my God, my. My house is on fire. No, that's like napalm oh, sticking. That's like napalm Look, sticking right? to your skin. That's like napalm sticking to your skin, <laughs> running down the fucking street like your hair's on fire. So Crystal and Zach show up and they're blowing lines hardcore. They get to the cheetah and they're sitting there in the front row watching uh, Heather, aka Nomi, and she sees them and she's very uncomfortable. And um, I don't understand why, though. Like, she's so mad. It- the last interaction she had with Crystal was like very negative. And, you know, she kind of like said something. Na- Crystal said something nasty to Nomi, and Nomi was like, fuck you. And like stormed off. <laughs> storming <laughs> off. Storming. So stormy. she feels like there, it, no relationship in this movie makes any sense. There's a constant tension. Even even though there isn't a real like beef and there's very, it's very sexual, even though like nobody's yes. like super any, it's very strange. The only relationship that makes sense is Nomi and Zach. They fight, they fuck like that makes sense at least, but it's terrible. Uh, and her and Molly, well, they're, bo- they're both using each yeah, other. Yeah, I guess like that. Yeah. That's the only one that makes sense. No, I mean the, all these relationships, they're all super fucking toxic. Yes. That's the yes. industry, you know, like, like Nomi and Gina, they're both competitors to each other you know they're kind of like oh we could be friends because we're in the same situation but you're also angling for my job you know so we also kind of hate each other we're pitted well, you're the younger hotter version of me version of me that's going to take my right. job well so they uh request a private dance from her and she's at first she's like ew no and and they offer like 500 bucks and strip club owners like deal so they go in the back and she's giving him a lap dance that's like insane very <laughs> aggressive that lap dance would hurt so aggressive what is their <laughs> motivation for paying her so much for a lap dance what's their to- to and, torment her. Yeah, to, to, to really? degrade her. She doesn't want to do it. Okay. Why do they want to do that? They're making that big Vegas money, you know, where they're like... We're, to we're... torment her because Be- she is like, that girl is... I can see her, the, myself in her, and I want to squash. I want to squash her okay, now. Okay. Just to be a bitch. Yeah. Just to be a bitch. But so they're in the champagne room, but like there's multiple dances happening. There's crystal beads and James, the bartender who bailed her out, shows up. The stalker guy. And is peeking through the crystals watching her give this lap dance. How does he know she's there? Yes. How many times? He's a stalker. He is a total creep. He's a villain. He's not a good guy. He's bad news. So anyways, then he gets kicked out by the bouncer there. He's like, what are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah, that bouncer must have been taking a piss And break. Nomi, like, grabs Zach's dick, and then she smells her fingers. Did anyone else catch that? No. I didn't. I was like, ew, what? In the lap dance, she grabs his dick over his pants, right? Yeah. And then she's like, 
and looks at Crystal. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, she basically <laughs> makes him come in his pants. But how? Like, I don't understand. She's like, she is not grinding him. She is not grinding him. She is no she jumping is- on him. No, she was she was grinding him. And a stripper can make that happen. She's a professional. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, that on, was when Paul. you noticed a low point in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is this reminds go, me go of on, like Paul. What were you saying? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, open your minds a little bit. I think it's totally fucking possible. I don't know what that's like a lead up. It's totally fucking possible. Wait, you don't think you don't think a girl can make a dude come through his like thin ass pants? But she wasn't grinding. She was literally vaulting. She off was of doing vault. She was she was doing it all. She's a woman. She's like of it all. She's a jack of all trades. She was jumping. She was a, dancing. She was grinding. Her labia would have been ripped off during that. I'm sorry. <laughs> She was fucking him without fucking him. Yes. She, okay, this lap dance happens, this interaction. Then the next day, she has another interaction with James where he basically confronts her and is like, I saw you fucking him. And she's like, I wasn't fucking him. What are you talking about? He goes, you were fucking him without fucking him. And then like goes on to uh, say that that's how people get AIDS. It's not. And just like kind of calls her like a terrible person. And she she's like being completely attacked for just doing her fucking job, which she totally did legally. Like there was nothing inappropriate. Okay. Point out too that this movie does not depict black men in a very good light. No. (laughs) It falls into all the stereotypes that are bad and it's awful. Well, there's one black guy in the whole movie. I have a hot take about this interaction that because juno you seem very upset by it i was i kind of see his point though like (laughs) because he's right and overall i do hate him as a he's a despicable person for sure but he does have a point she was fucking him without fucking him and he was like i'm telling you the fucking truth and i was like yeah he kind of is telling her the truth a little bit but he has no business like if you had a stalker that popped into your life a couple times and tried to drop some truth on you'd be like get the fuck away (laughs) from me i know they're not friends it'd be like one thing if like I, I saw like one sure, of my maybe good it's friends. not his place to say it yes he's i could like see a that. random stranger telling but, like something stripping is bad you shouldn't do that i'm like i don't know you get away but from he, me but he does have a point she is fucking him without fucking him and that was a little bit and like you were saying juno like she's doing her job yes that's the job of being a stripper but that's not the job i don't know I actually mean, i don't is. know what happens in the back room do they grind on them that hard to where they're like yes. basically fucking that's how they make great gracie that's totally par for the course i mean they don't do that level of like washing machine sex, <laughs> you know? but like they're definitely rubbing their ass all over your dick those guys have boners and they're and the, and like that's why they get paid the big bucks those respect they're doing the work they're putting in the, the time where most women don't want to you know like they're saving us really and they're just <laughs> Not all heroes wear a cape. It's some of them wear thongs. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking go. He goes off on her, and she's like basically very upset about this. Like, who wouldn't be? Some random stranger is screaming at you. Then she gets the audition. She gets the call for the audition for Goddess, and she goes in there. It's this like this dance. She picks it up really quickly, 
And then she gets down to the final three and the, the guy, the production guy is like, put some ice on your nipples basically. And that sets her off and she fucking leaves. And I was like, what? <laughs> you are sexually harassed every moment of your life. And this is the fucking thing that sets you off. But then she eventually gets the job. But when she leaves again, James is there working at the fucking Stardust as a valet with his shirt unbuttoned, so unprofessional, immediately gets fired because he's talking to Nomi again, who at this point, I guess, has forgotten everything about that horrible interaction they just had. And they take off. She gets a burger, litters, throws the litter. Tanner was very upset. And the way she was eating that burger, it's like, fine, I love a burger. I love a burger. Aggressive! (laughs) Aggressive. She was like in his face. She was like, (laughs) and she was just a very weird way to eat a burger. Like, no one was was wearing this. I get it. I love a burger as much as the next girl but i could tell by the way she was sitting she was not wearing her seatbelt no absolutely not she was like on her knees and, oh my god and then this next part and literally was totally bizarre <laughs> he takes her to his apartment which is definitely he's just squatting there it's there's no fucking walls there's a bed on the floor and then he's like i wrote this number for you it's the they never really focus on the song he just plays We're the talking tape. about a whole side plot that has no bearing on the movie at all, by he the way. This the side tape. plot does not affect the movie whatsoever. They, he could have, James could have not been a character. This whole thing could have never happened. It's so and it would have no effect on the rest of the movie. No, see, you're, you're, t- you're totally wrong. You're totally wrong because, you know, the, the, the importance of James is like to show that like you know this this is what she's dealing with in her life right she's got the the strip club she's got the casino right and James there and it's all the same situation everyone is kind of trying to just use her he's like oh it's about the dancing and you're 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 selling yourself at these other places but then when she sees his dances it basically those girls are topless too it's the same fucking thing he's just using her like everyone else and lying to her he's not using her he's trying to fuck her wait a second there's a difference he um i okay I'm pro-nomi as much as the next guy and gal, but <laughs> she fucking turned a dance session into a horror session. He was he was trying to fuck her. Yeah. He used the same <laughs> thing to fuck someone else. I this is his game. His thing. This is how he does it. He even says he has a problem with pussy. He always has. He always will. Always he will. was trying to fuck her. But in that particular moment, she's the one who turned it sexual. She is the one who went. Disagree. Oh, she, she fell went, into oh. his web of lies, Gracie. No. No. <laughs> he bought her the burger. He bailed her out. That's the thing with Nomi. No, she, she recognized. She was like, hey, you just want sex. I will have sex with you. You know, I'm not going to recognize your stupid bull shit but and then when that's why she was like oh you're cheating on me you can fuck me when you love me (laughs) (laughs) if you look back at the scene when they're like dancing he starts off doing some like modern dance bullshit where he's like let's flail our hands around and twist (laughs) and then she's the one who pushes him in the chair and then starts starts grinding on him starts doing a shit that's all she knows i know but that's she made it sexual he's like He's like, let's just do this like dance routine. 
And I'm not saying he probably down the road had the intention of, of fucking having her for but sure. She fucking went. He's like, I'm going to do that on step Z. She jumped from A to Z, like in no step. Yeah, she for and sure then did. she's just like, I don't know. It was only like two days later where he, he was fucking the other chick. Yeah, so they like, were dating, though. Like they were but dating. The- but he used the same setup to have sex with the other girl. Hey, hold on. Saying that he, on. she jumped it from A to Z. Yes. In the in the exact yeah, that's just like his move. No, he but I think you guys are trying her. to defend him like it's her fault. And I'm saying bullshit. This is what he does. So okay, agree to disagree. <laughs> let's go on. So she goes in to meet with the uh, the people who are putting on the show. Before that, she's bought her Versace dress, which she wears. Well, hold on. But hold on. So she shows up. She has this weird interaction, completely unnecessary with the secretary, who that must have been somebody's friend. They're like, we're going to get you in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) When she walks, when she's going to have the meeting with the guy who told her to put ice on her nips and gay and the guy, the, the dance crew, the production crew. So she walks in and she's like strutting her stuff down this tiny little hallway. And she's like, hey, I'm here to see blah, blah, blah. And the secretary is like, oh, who are you? And she's like, um, Nomi Malone. She goes, oh, okay, go right in. It's so unnecessary. And then she walks in. <laughs> she's just like filing something. Anyways, she walks in and they're like, oh, wow, great dress. And she's like, thanks. I got it for Sace. And that's when everyone like makes fun of her behind her face, behind her Bless back. Bless her heart. She's adorable. This is the first episode of Trainwreck Theater that we actually over-recorded so much that I just had to cut it right here as far as our discussion of the movie went. And we're going to jump right back in in a second with ratings and the end of the show. But there was... At least another hour of conversation about this movie, and we're hoping to someday release a Snyder Cut of this episode. But for now, we're going to keep it a little short, keep it light, and move right on in to the ratings. There's no moral to this story, <laughs> Agreed. I mean, bitches be bitches. Hoes are hoes. <laughs> Um, that's not really my moral. (laughs) I like it. What should we do? Like pros and cons? Yeah, let's do our pros. Who wants to go first? Uh, there's about 10,000 boobies in this movie. There's a lot of, there's a lot of boobies. Is that a pro or is it a con? That's That's a pro. pro. That's a pro. Con, I did not see this movie until, I've never seen this movie before. And I'm like, how did I not see this in high school as a teenager? Paul has a lot of questions. How did I not know? Paul is angry for you. I'm kind of mad at Tanner for not telling me about this. Aaron, was there a a time in your town growing up that there was just a big bonfire VHS tapes? Because that was probably what happened to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a pro for me is I grew up in Las Vegas, so I love really any movie that's about Las Vegas. They really should have used more of the town. Like they, they couldn't afford more enough. of the town. I know they could. They just didn't show enough. But like just knowing where they are, I I feel like comforted in some way. Um, especially the jail scene. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> 
like it was a glimpse into the life of a showgirl. Like, I bet it was somewhat. I bet it is somewhat like that, right? No. No? No. Yeah, we watched an interview with the director, and he was, like, talking about it. And he was, he was like, you know, we did we did tons of interviews. We went to Vegas and did tons of interviews with just people, industry people that we met on the strip. And so we tried to make it really true to what the actual experience is. Interesting. You know, he's he's like, actually, most of the things that happen in there are actual are based on actual things that people told us. Interesting. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And I also liked, I mean, I just, I thought it was an interesting storyline. Like I was interested the whole way through and was like, really? Yes. <laughs> I feel like this did a lot for raising the awareness of the struggles of showgirl life and awareness <laughs> It just made them, you know, it probably, I, I bet there were a couple nonprofits that were started after this movie. Are you being sarcastic right now? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> my con directly comes from my pro, which is the con of this movie, is that I feel like wh- whoever like bought stock and whatever companies put on Showgirl Acts from 1995 till 2000, it must have dipped like hard. I, how is that not <laughs> a pro? No, but I mean, it's not good for the showgirl industry. Those people have more. Yeah, but fuck the people making all the money. The showgirls don't have any <laughs> stocks in this shit. No, but they need jobs. And if they fucking can't get work, they, those ladies need to work, <laughs> The jobs didn't go away because the stocks dipped. All right, wait. <laughs> yes, okay. they did. They got laid off. There's no such thing. There's no such thing, by the way. <laughs> fighting. Daddies are fighting. I have bought so much stock in showgirls on the NASDAQ lately. You have no No, idea. you're buying titty porn, Tanner. We keep telling you. More, what would you say? Oh, I was going to say my pro, and I guess it could also, it could double as a pro and a con because the pro is that I really dislike this character and yet felt like super bad for her the whole time. Like she had such a shitty life and she keeps getting put in these horrible situations. But then I also fucking hated her. Yeah, because she's awful. Yeah, I could see that for sure. You're like, I could see why you're being awful, but that doesn't make you any less awful. Okay, my cons are the dialogue is absolutely dreadful. It's just garbage. Um, The dancing is kind of chaotic. It's very chaotic and crazy. It's not, it's not easy to watch. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Juno. And why do they grunt so much when they're dancing? The thrusting is insane. (laughs) You have to grunt. Nomi's acting is so over the top, which we discussed earlier more saying that that's how the director wanted her to act. I didn't say that. That sucks. (laughs) Paul Paul said that. that. I mean, that's not fair. Yeah. If that's the director, that's your boss telling you to do it. So you have Right. To but I was like, from the very beginning, I was like, overact much. That was my first note I wrote down. Wait, but but have have you not known real individuals in real life who you thought, wait, overact much? Why are you so fucking aggro all the time? Or why do you act like I don't know anyone like that, Paul? Character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give a, a quick shout out to... At the Nerdy Photo, the Nerdy Photographer Podcast, because he did give us that hottest take on Twitter when we asked the hottest take you could give on this movie. And he said that, you know, 
he he was concerned about a quote unquote appendages in the pool scene. Yes, his dick would have been ripped yes. off. It would I have didn't been know it from his body. <laughs> I, and asked, I didn't know what that I thing asked meant Gracie, because I, I said, hadn't seen it yet. But yes, it makes sense now. I said it, yep. Gracie. I said, is his penis two feet long? Yeah. He's like, he's like, she's like in the air. <laughs> And when and when he showed up with the fucking champagne and he's like he starts pouring it on her head, I was like, that's fucking rude as fuck. Like I was just like, I imagine like pouring it on your breast, that's kind of sexy, but on your head, that's not nice. That's rude. I yeah, it's like getting like, a beer poured on your head. Like, could you imagine like someone's just like, let's get on. He was out of Gatorade, she just won the big game. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Any other cons? Gratuitous monkeys for no reason. Yeah, the monkeys. Um, hold hold on. I have a really big con for me. And um, I'm sure you ladies will appreciate this. And probably you guys too, because we have a good group of guys here. But the rampant um, sexual harassment and sexual degradation that all of these women fucking experienced at the hands of filthy, disgusting men uh-huh. was fucking disturbing and ridiculous. Yeah. And I just felt sad for all of them that they were in that situation and being constantly sexually harassed. Like how sad is that? Yeah. I'm going to give it eight thongs out of 10 thongs. Wow. I was intrigued. That is a lot of thongs. Is that a lot of thongs? (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. I mean, I was interested in it and I thought it was a good movie. Okay. I don't know. I'll give it five out of 10 cocaine rings, I guess. Okay. Uh, Jeannie I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it um, Six filthy Dirty up in your twat Thongs (laughs) Out of ten Very graphic (laughs) Thank you Thank you Uh, 57 out of 68 boobs. <laughs> that's a lot. Damn of it, that's what I was going with. Um, <laughs> that many boobs specifically? That's a pretty high no. rating, Paul. I need to reduce that. Aaron, reduce that fraction for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it five and a half Versace dresses out of <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Yes, good, Judo. <laughs> She's so cute. I know. I will give it two out of ten stripper nails. <laughs> kind Whoa, of boorish. Oh, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. I think it's better than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's very low, Matt. That is low. I was very upset when I found out it was two hours long after like yeah, I paused yeah. it. We paused it at like the 37 minute mark. That's what I said. Aaron, I was like, we're only 30 minutes in. There's like an hour and a half. That's left. so funny. I think we paused at exactly the 37 mark too. And, and Tanner said like, the same fuck thing. Fuck me. This is a two hour long movie. I was expecting 90 minutes at most. So that was very disappointing. I want to give it, I want to give it a five out of 10 um, firm butt cheeks, but you know. Ooh, Kyle McLaughlin's firm butt. I like so it. Juno, you <laughs> had said that you were really excited to hear my take on it and what I yeah. thought of it. Why yeah. did you think I you think I was gonna like it? Or I th- I knew there was no way you had ever watched this movie. I actually was shocked to learn that Aaron had never seen it either. But I just knew you would watch this and you would be like, I liked it. Everyone <laughs> 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 really hates this movie. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Trainwreck Theater. 
Find us online at trainwrecktheater.com or on Twitter at trecktheater. As you heard, a special shout out to our Twitter winner this week at the Nerdy Photos. Check out their pod or say hi on Twitter. Tell them we sent you. Next week, we're starting our Red Dawn Reboot Spectacular. Join us! I was like, I remember when you wrote that note and you were talking about the, you know, the dude cutting up the other dude and like, oh, is he going to have to eat him sashimi? Makes so like, much more sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Paul's like, Paul's like, everybody laughed. So. Yeah, you were like looking for something to say. And I was like, oh, look, at, here's your notes. And you saw sashimi. <laughs> here's a note for the last episode. Okay, Wait, let's that was our our- grocery list. Damn it. <laughs> So anyway, the carrots in this movie were very interesting. <laughs> <laughs>